Poised for Exit is a show for business owners who want to achieve a successful future exit based on their own terms. Your business exit will likely be the biggest financial transaction of your life. And for most, you'll have one shot at doing it right. The topics and guests we feature and the stories they share will provide valuable ideas and strategies to improve operations and grow enterprise value so you can achieve the best possible exit outcome. Now here's your host, Julie Keys. Welcome everyone to Poised for Exit, the podcast show for business owners. In this episode, we're going to speak with a partner at Baker Tilly who has been a guest of ours in the past. But today's topic, we're going to be talking about the benefits of selling your business through a private equity firm, which is a timely topic, and we've really not covered that much in the past. But first, we're going to hear from our show sponsors, Sunbelt Business Advisors and JAK CPAs. Many business owners planning a business transition feel overwhelmed and don't know where to begin. The CPAs at JAK, John A. Knutson & Company, can guide you to make sense of the numbers and tax pieces of your transition. Our firm was established over 90 years ago, and we have assisted many companies with ownership transitions. Leaving your business successfully takes time, so contact us today to discuss your situation. Visit our website at jakcpa.com. You wouldn't go deep-sea fishing without a guide or skydive without an instructor. So don't sell your business without a broker. Now is a great time to sell a business. Many are selling at a premium. Contact a business broker at sunbeltminnesota.com or call Sunbelt Business Advisors at 612-455-0880 and get a free confidential business valuation so you'll know what your business might be worth. Because selling your business is the biggest financial decision you may ever make. There is a record number of buyers looking for businesses right now. It is a seller's market. You could list, sell, and get more for your business now and start the next successful chapter of your life. Call 612-455-0880 today or visit sunbeltminnesota.com. Minnesota's largest seller of companies. 612-455-0880, sunbeltminnesota.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today with Russ Fleming, who's the team lead for real estate and construction, as well as a partner with Baker Tilly. And we're here to talk about some recent private equity transactions and how they have benefited his clients. Russ, welcome back to Poise for Exit. Thanks, Julie. Good to be here again. Yeah, great to have you. So private equity isn't always an exit option. And I don't know, I've had business owners that I've met with and talked to and consulted for over the years that have kind of a you know misconception of, of what it is. And maybe they've heard some some horror stories about it. And then there's others that are maybe a little bit more open. But for the benefit of our listeners, I think it makes sense for us to talk about what it is and what the benefits are and maybe some stories that you could share. I know that you really walk with your client through the process. And I think that that's what business owners really need when they're weighing out what their options are, especially if it's going to be, you know, an option like that. For sure. And then I would think too that when they're considering that option, you probably help them from your perspective to weigh or vet who the candidates are. Yes, we do all the time, at least, you know, make introductions as well as just understanding the process. Mm -hmm. Just really, that's the key. Absolutely. So let's talk about trends right now. Things have changed a little bit in the M&A world, right? Including with private (laughs) equity. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sure that you guys have been paying attention to that. So let's just talk about trends today. Yeah. Yeah. 
recently one of my uh, colleagues, in fact, a group of my colleagues have actually put together kind of a recent trend list. And so I'm just going to share mm. share yeah. what my firm is currently doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, things have changed in light of the pandemic and the, the world that we're in today. So there's five or six key things I just wanted to share with the listeners today. Um, first is, is workforce. I mean, mm. uh, the war on talent, is, as all of us know, is just extreme. Uh, oh. Attracting and retaining talent. Um, and, you know, PE firms are really looking, uh, as they're looking at an acquisition target, you know, what, what is that organization doing to uh, reward and retain top talent? Uh, what does the wage scale look like? Uh, employee morale. You know, we've mm. seen a lot, too, with kind of the new trend of people working remotely, uh, the employee burnout factor. And, you know, what is the health and welfare and those programs that the, uh, the employer is looking at? Mm. Um, you know, so what are they doing to, to you know, make it a best place to work? A culture and then. Okay. It's very culture, mm-hmm. but, but just, you, you know, how are they, you know, how are they treating everybody? Mm. And, you know, because one of the things the PE firm, you know, you know, really the end game for any PE firm is, is their return on investment. So with all those different things, you know, how is it both favorably and unfavorably impact, impacting profitability? So, you know, so that's, that's a key trend we're seeing. Uh, secondarily, there's been, a, as, as again, as it's published in the media, massive disruption in the supply chain, both, yeah. both nationally and internationally. So same thing. So if you are a, a entity uh, that uh, is, is very dependent on raw material, um, and, you know, even I should say even professional service, you know, technology, mm-hmm. you know, getting hard, you know, hardware is, 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 is a lag of time. Um, what does your supply chain look like? Do you have multiple suppliers of the same yes, product? Absolutely. Are, are you sourcing uh, both domestically and potentially internationally? So, you know, both uh, from a specific geographic area or is it all sourced local? So, so same thing, kind of what is that risk profile? Um, another one, and especially a lot of people have changed their dynamic with, with kind of the changing dynamic of the business ownership. We have more and more baby boomer, boomers, excuse me, every mm-hmm. day yeah. wanting to exit. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my colleagues have actually started to coin it the, the rush to ag, rush to exit as it, as yeah. it were. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, so yeah. it increases the, uh, competition that PE firms are facing to, to get deal flow done. Yeah. So on a positive, uh, more are coming to the table with maybe increased multiples, but, the precautionary piece that people's got to be aware of is what are the expectations of that PE firm? Because once again, they still want that return on capital. So what is, you know, what does that secondary exit look like? Um, mm-hmm. The next would be uh, the environmental, social, and the uh, governance factor. And, um, you know, so we're seeing a little bit more, you know, with the national dialogue around, uh, you know, inclusion as well as you know, mm. uh, you know diversity and and growth and retention of women and uh, you know all of that dialogue that is a differentiator now the PE firms are looking at mm. and so what what does that mean and you know that could be you know if if you're showing that you're having a diverse and inclusive workforce or making those trend efforts as as mm. as the societal norms are starting to push more and more towards. Is that's a differentiator. So if if you don't have those, a PE firm, you know, that's weighing in now. Um, what about a, a minority owned or woman owned business? Yeah, same thing. You know that that uh-huh. that might be more of a tipping of the tide these days, depending on on what 
what the PE firm's looking at, especially markets mm-hmm. to penetrate, yeah. um, as, as well as, yeah, just the you know things they're trying to source. The only thing is, is that if they're going to come in and buy the majority of the business, then it would know it would lose its status. I would think. I'm not sure how they it, would hang on per, to that. Perhaps, but. or again, the, that leadership team they retain that leadership team to still sure. have again that being the driving force. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but needless to say, we we have seen that, and you know mm-hmm. that 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 is a key. Um, obviously, all of us are well aware that uh, the possible legislation changes in the federal tax law. Yeah. Uh, you know, capital gains versus ordinary rates. So there's a much more uh, faster drive to get deal flow done. Right. So same thing. Due diligence might be more limited, but so the PE firm may have surprises later. But again, how do we deal with those surprises, which once again could mm-hmm. affect their return on capital? Lastly, and these are more just some some general items that we're seeing as well. Um, we're seeing that due diligence is done much more in the virtual virtual world now. So yes. it's not as much the mm-hmm. uh, sit down and, and have the conversations and get to know mm-hmm. the management team as, as kind of on that more personal level. So uh, it's a lot more probably driven by analytics and metrics and understanding mm-hmm. the risk profile differently mm-hmm. versus it being, okay, we, we really feel comfortable with the management team. No, they're probably looking at it from a different lens. Uh, lastly, too, the key being, too, with, with the pandemic, Depending on the industry you're in, uh, some, you know, it was boom or bust. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were in the uh, construction business or construction supply, uh, you've had some of the most phenomenal years ever in your history. Yes. Uh, same with certain professional service firms. If you're mm-hmm. tied to hospitality or, or things of that nature, uh, supplying the hospitality industry, you've, you've had a very tough time. So, right. so PE firms are, are also looking at it going, is 2020 an anomaly on either side of that coin? Right. So, you know, what did your trends look like back in say 17, 18 and 19 and how is 21 shoring up already. So you may think I should be able to get a great multiple because look at the 20 I had and PE firms like, yeah, but was that truly just an anomaly that we can never see you recreate? Sure. Is there certain situations then when they're just kind of throwing 2020 out altogether? That's some of the trends that we're seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least they go, okay, the with and without. What is it, you know, what is, what is, what is the skewing impact? At least equalized, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would make sense. So say for instance, we've got a listener out there who's been approached and they're thinking about it. I mean, how much time do they really have to make the decision? It's, you know, not trying to date this episode or anything, but we're talking, uh, what is it, the 29th of September right now? Right. 2021. Mm-hmm. And and so if they wanted to get something done before the end of the year, is that even realistic? Um, it's very possible. I mean, we're mm. seeing deals getting mm-hmm. done within 60 days. Mm, sure. Uh, I mean, they you know, really it's, are it's, pushing it. Then. They are pushing it. But again, it's, yeah. you know, can the professionals get it through legal accounting, mm-hmm. um, you know, all the sides of the house. So that's, mm-hmm. that's part of it too, between now and the end of the calendar year. And depending on what happens with the tax legislation, uh, you know, once we get more definitive dates out of Congress as to mm-hmm. when things will be effective, retroactive, yeah. uh, you know, that, that also could right. change the timetable of things. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's talk about some of the benefits. If sure. I'm a business owner and I've decided to go down this path and I'm going to work with Baker Tilly and they're going to help me to prepare my business and prepare myself for this type of transition, um, and they're going to work with Julie Keys too, of course. Of course. We're bringing Julie along. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, for exit planning. Let, let's talk about what that looks like. Like, what are the benefits then for that seller? Yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you all of a sudden have to remember you've just attained uh, through the private equity firm a, a substantial business partner, mm-hmm. um, more contacts, access to capital now. I mean, depending on, again, the PE firm's expectation, um, they may give you 
um, a war chest now to be able to go do M&A, if, depending mm. on the nature of the acquisition. Yeah. Um, you're get provided more structure, uh, depending on the size of your organization and technology, access mm-hmm. to these resources that you might not have had in the past. Um, idea generation. Mm-hmm. Again, now you've got a, you've got a board of directors and your PE contacts that can help you, you know, strategize to the future. Plus, also you've got other um, in that portfolio that the PE firm has other portfolio companies. Uh, same thing. What are they doing? And depending on the nature of the acquisition, if you, uh, you know, are you being added into a pool of like type companies yes. to grow that pool, mm-hmm. or are you kind of that initial seed to go get more of that that type of entity? So mm-hmm. it, it really depends on where you are on that side of the equation. You know, the other thing too, you have access to investor conferences and other networking around the country that you really just not may not have had access to just being a single business owner. Um, you know, working in your, you know, your particular geography. Well, that just makes me want to ask, okay, what, tell us a story. I'm sure that you have one. Well, yeah. So this sounds y- like a great world. You know, it, well, it, it is, but it also has its, it's, it's you know, I know. the other side of the coin too. I know. We're not going there uh, right yeah, now. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, and it's, it's good. It's just expectations. That's all. Expectations. Uh, you know, that's all. No, no. I mean, I, I've had, mm-hmm. I've done several PE transactions. Uh, years ago, I did a, uh, construction roll up uh, down in um, down in Houston. Mm. Same thing. We brought together three light companies: one out of Detroit, one uh, in the Houston area, and one in uh, uh, Southern California. Um, each into each into themselves uh, was a good company, but didn't have the ultimate horsepower. You know, we brought all three of them together, uh, and with with those different disciplines and access to capital as well as each other, mm-hmm. you know, we turned it into a, an extremely profitable business for the PE firm and they ultimately disposed of it uh, and did very well on the transaction. Um, as well as even recently to, to my point earlier, we're seeing mm-hmm. higher multiples. Mm-hmm. Um, I've recently had a client that uh, have had two PE offers. Um, one, one was 15% higher offer than, than the other. And, you know, and they obviously, uh, took the higher multiple. Mm. So it, it is happening actively in the market. And you guys specialize, or your team, you said, specializes in real estate and construction. Correct. And obviously, they have been doing well. Uh, look, it sounds to me, crystal ball-wise, that they're probably going to continue to do well for a little while anyway, I, right? Yeah, I would like to think so. I mean, it you know, the, like I it. mean, the prices of, of raw materials kind of ebb and flow. We, yes. we, we Spikes in lumber, dips in lumber. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, it's it's uh, especially in the various spaces, especially uh, affordable housing, multifamily, senior housing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're seeing a big boom. Um, I think commercial office product, mm-hmm. you know, is is still there's there's some risk with it right now. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's still tower cranes downtown, and and yeah. things are still happening. So and still small commercial buildings too. It, exactly. I have some clients that are in the construction space, and they've been pretty busy with schools. Yep. I mean, and so, small commercial, correct. Mm-hmm. And so, the, and two, there's been a lot of renovation because there still has mm-hmm. been a lot of capital uh, going into the market. Absolutely. All right. So let's talk about expectations. You mentioned that before. As long as we've managed our expectations, uh, a private equity scenario can actually make good sense and be a good option. Definitely. But mm-hmm. the and the but the key being also is the expectations of the private equity firm now has of you as the owner. Right. Uh, it's a two-way street uh, for sure. It's a two-way street. So, mm-hmm. you know, especially uh, if if the intent is that you as the owner 
will stay on as part of the leadership team and continue to take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of coming back, it's going to be you know more talent growth. Do you, have you historically had a strong president, CEO, COO, CFO, kind of all that C-suite? Uh, you know, has have you really been focused on M and A? If that is one of the expectations of the PE firm, depending again. Is it a is the acquisition to add on to an existing portfolio that they already have a deep bench in? So you're just they're just expanding, um, you know that market ass, you know market growth, mm-hmm. or are you are you t- starting that seed seed entity that's going to be that long term vision to go out and do M and A and grow grow that aspect of the portfolio? Mm-hmm. At, that's totally two different expectations depending on Absolutely. your role. Right. Um, they're expecting very good data, data maturity. They're expecting dashboards all the time on time with the information. So Mm. again, depending on your internal systems, depending on sort of how you've run the business in the past, um, analytics is key, meeting Mm -hmm. the metrics, right? um, because they want to know, are you driving the company to ultimately get their rate of return? And they don't want to be surprised. They want to, you know, they want to know immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and two, there's probably one of the expectations is a lot more oversight. So, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, like bringing in firms like Baker Tilly to have audit, more advanced tax planning, uh, you you know, depending on how they, they execute the transaction, if they're going to leverage the company debt compliance. So so it really might change the character of, of how you operate the business long term sure. uh, to meet those expectations. So, you know, being mindful... Um, especially an entrepreneurial owner that's been very accustomed to running the business as they do in their way with their style, it, there could be some required changes just as a result now of your new partner. And there will be. And I think that if that's set up ahead of time though, and the business owners, whoever they are, partners, or if it's just a single owner, if, if their goal is to scale the business, but they really don't have the resources to do it, but they want to do it and they have a plan to do it, then it would behoove them to take a look at this as an option, Correct. right? Instead of being locked into this is my baby and no one's going to change it. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Because that can be a kind of a short-sighted yeah. way of looking at things. Well, and too, if if you've also been unsuccessful in finding that transitional right. leadership team mm-hmm. because you just haven't had the capital resources, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to hire a C-suite team uh, with exactly. several hundred thousand dollars each of compensation, right? Um, you know, you, you just may not have had that availability in the past. And and they can only get then to that certain level of growth and then they can't get past it. Correct. Without having these resources. So it is for those specific owners out there who are listening that are thinking, well, I really do want to do that. I really want to grow it. I have the vision. I have the, the opportunity. I just don't have the capability, right? Correct. So this could be a perfect, perfect way to make that happen. Very much so. So let's talk about strategy. Mm-hmm. If I'm an owner and I'm thinking that this is a good strategy for me to pursue or at least explore, sure. what are some of those steps? Well, you know, it depends on, um, it was a couple different ways. You can work with either myself, yourself, mm-hmm. to just kind of start the introduction process. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say really more so kind of alluding to some of the, expect, coming back to some of those expectation items. What does kind of your house look like? What is the order mm-hmm. of your house right now? Mm-hmm. Um, if you know that you're going to be going into an environment that requires rigorous data, you know, regular, just a rigorous process, what does your current process look like? Right. What does your software look like? 
What does your reporting look like? Because even in the due diligence process, those are all the things they're going to ask for. I was going to just say that. It's so, like going through due diligence. Co- correct. So yeah. it's almost kind of doing your own pre-due diligence. Right, so, right. So same thing. Baker Tilly or, or, or you know, Julie, you can help with this as mm-hmm. well. Um, what, you know, what does, what does that look like? How can we sort of get you ready to start the picture day process as I call it? Exactly. Because you want to be able to show, you know, the potential investors mm-hmm. what you're already made of versus if you get into a due diligence process and it's very cumbersome, it, it could hinder getting the deal done timely right? or, or they may pass on it. Whereas mm-hmm. if, you're very rigorous. You've got your deck ready. You know what to come. It's like, mm-hmm. well, here's what we already have prepared. Right. Then they're like, now it's just more of a question and answer. That's a much different process for the PE firm and also gives them a lot more comfort. Um, and again, given it's going to be more of a virtual environment, the more things they can see on paper and get it, get available to them, mm-hmm. uh, the better. Right. And, and make sure that that data room file of yours is filled with accurate information, right? Correct. We don't want just curb appeal. We want to make Correct. sure that when they look under the hood, it actually looks good and there's an engine in there and it's well oiled. And Exactly. And, <laughs> right. and, and eliminate yeah. surprises. And, you know, oh, yes. not every and not everything's perfect. No, you know, mm. nobody's expecting it to be perfect. But, OK, be honest about it. Just like just right. share share the highs, the lows and the woes because it happens to all of us in business. It's just part of the cycle, yeah, but yeah. you know, and they've been through it. They're, they're, all, they're business people too. And there's no such thing as perfect. You're right. But I think that one thing that maybe business owners think is that, well, they're probably not going to figure this out or find this out anyways. So I'm not going to put it into my, my reports, you know, and, and, and they will. Ch- chances yeah, are pretty good. They that, probably will because again, and that, they, they, that they'll could, hire seasoned professionals to come and kick right. the tires. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so. Having it all out there is a good idea. Well, I think that um, we've run out of time, unfortunately, Russ, but I sure appreciate you addressing this with me today. And I think that we should probably revisit this again sure. sometime in Q1. Um, we'll be, you know, after the first of the year, things will have changed again. Everything is so fluid anyway, right? Yes. So do you have any uh, advice for our listeners that they could take away any one or two action items that you think would make sense right now? Yeah, I mean, I would say if, if you're interested in, in uh, a PE transaction, be prepared. Uh, understand also with the PE transaction, we didn't really touch on this, you know, do you want to be still involved or do you truly want to exit the business? So I would say if you want to exit, what does your leadership team currently look like or what would be your plan to bring in uh, a change in leadership to, you know, kind of carry the baton as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that you're, it, but if you're, you're energetic and still want to keep going for it, are, are you energized to want to stay and get that, that second bite of the apple as it were when the PE firm decides to uh, get their return on capital by liquidating the transaction and selling it on to, to the next party. So, mm-hmm. uh, so it really, it provides a lot of tremendous, uh, opportunity, uh, as, as a current owner, uh, depending on which which side of the fence you want to end up on. And I think that, you know, to your point, it's just a matter of making sure that you ask a lot of the right questions before you make a decision. Correct. Right? You got to have enough information to make a good sound decision. Correct. Well, Russ, it's been great having you on the show once again. What's the best way for people to reach you? Yeah, so uh, it, uh, Russ, R-U-S-S dot 
Fleming, F-L-E-M-I-N-G, mm-hmm. at BakerTilly.com. Okay. Uh, as well as just go to BakerTilly.com, uh, our website. Uh, like I said, through our search engine, uh, some of the information I shared today uh, is actually out there, some white papers about M&A. Perfect. And uh, if, if you'd like just to reach out to me, uh, happy to direct you, whether it's in our construction real estate space or um, manufacturing or any other business segment, I'm happy to direct that traffic uh, to the rest of my partners to assist. Well, we will make sure and have your contact information in our show notes as a direct link so that people can reach out to you right away. Great. Well, thank awesome. you again, Julie. It was a pleasure being on the show. Absolutely. For our listeners, you will be able to find this episode, of course, with all of our other episodes for download on the Poised for Exit website at poisedforexit.com, where you can also order a copy of my book. Please do share this program with your business owner, friends, and colleagues. We appreciate your following and subscribing. Have a good one. Join us again next time.